0: We find ourselves just before kill Shefah. And we know that the sound of the Shefah we blow goes after Shemayim. And we know Kabbalah thinks us what it does in Shemayim. The sound of the Shefah goes after Shemayim. And it opens the Shari Din. The gates of justice open when we blow the Shefah. and then we get judged and we know that our Kodesh Baruchul sets up the situation in Shemayim like a court guru. Hashem doesn't need that who are they, who he knows what happens and he knows what he's going to decide but for people to understand the system better our Kodesh Baruchul makes it work in the tzera of how a court would work here too There's a dying. we judges. There's a prosecutor called the Satan. And he's going to present to the court all our errors we did over the last year. They're witnesses. The Malachim created from our actions. We're going to testify to what we did. And therefore the whole system is built in a way that we can appreciate This is justice. This is a courtroom. But I have a question. And that is there's one very important player who's missing from the scene. And that is where's the defense? We're being prosecuted. We're being testified against. When do we defend ourselves? When are we given the floor so to speak, to speak and justify ourselves? And explain what we did? You can look through Rosh Hashanah, I say. You won't find anywhere that we address the Mishpat or we try to give an explanation for what we did wrong. Or dispute it. Why not? Why not? If it's meant to resemble the courtroom, why isn't the defence given the floor? Why aren't we given the chance to speak? And the answer is and this is the Yesite. The answer is because there's nothing for us to say. We can't deny the facts. Everything is proved. We can't explain our motivation or the factors involved and why we did what we did wrong. Because that's already been taken into account. You're going to say in Zikronis that Rakhish Parak doesn't just know the actions of a person, but he knows that the and alilos and the me- The the reasons why a person did something and the motivation that he had and the factors which played on him. That's all been considered already. And if that's the case, there's nothing left that we can say. It's all been taken into account. A human court can't see a person's thoughts and mind, read his mind or his feelings, but Hashem's already done that. And if that's the case, what can we do? The then is a foregone conclusion. We're going to be judged. And you're going to be prosecuted. And every area which we have fallen short or made mistakes is going to be highlighted and there's nothing we can say. So that's it. You're just going to be condemned. What can we do? And the answer has altered us. We don't address the best in it all. Chazal tell us, Imrulafone Mankhius, Kedeshatamlichuni Alecha. Accept Hashem as your king. Zichroinus, Kedeshatare, Zichroinchim, Lephone, Latoib. Says, that Hashem should remember us favorably. And the question is, how does that change the day? The fact that we're Imamlich Hashem, how does that change the day? What impact does it have on the decision on the courtroom? So the principle here we need to understand. Integral to understanding Rosh Hashanah. And let's give a marshal again from how the human system works. We know that in every country there is a judicial authority. The courtroom. And the job of the judges is to ascertain the facts and render a decision based on the truth. And therefore, the way that the justice process is meant to work is everything needs to be proved or clarified until the judges come to a conclusion, this is what happens. This is the real story. And that's what they're going to rule. And if that's the case of a person who's found guilty, then they're going to sentence him to whatever punishment he deserves. But in every country in the world, there's a second level of power. The executive authority. Whether that's the president or the prime minister, or in countries which still have a king, that's a different source of authority. but in every country there's a the possibility of applying for a presidential or a royal pardon and how does that work? a person was condemned was found guilty in the courtroom and now he appeals to the king or to the president or the president the president's disagreeing with the judges he doesn't accept the their ruling And the answer is no, it has nothing to do with that. He doesn't even have to get involved in the case. What the judges decided was probably true. And based on the rule of law, that's correct. But the king, a ruler, has the ability at his discretion to override the system. And even though, based on the letter of the law, the person should be punished, he has the ability to waive those restrictions. And then the principle applies to Hashem too. We it from the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Ki Hashem sheyftainu. Hashem judges us. Hashem mechaykakeinu. Hashem sets down if you're keeping the halacha. He measures us by the standards of Torah. Hashem is our King and He will save us. When Hashem is acting in the capacity of a judge and Him judges us and the judgment is completely accurate. But Hashem acts as a King and in the capacity of a King He will save us because in the capacity of a King He can provide a pardon. And that's an opening for us in Rosh Hashanah. We can't dispute the rule of the court. We can't change the facts. And when we blow the shofar and we're being judged, the judgment of Hashem can take place in a split second. And the judgment is absolutely correct. There's nothing for us to add to that. But right after we blow the shofar, we step up to Musaf. Because our Musaf is an appeal to Hashem to be granted a pardon. How do we do that? Well, the first step, khuni If you want Hashem to act in the capacity of the King, so are you accepting Hashem as a King? And the more we accept Hashem as a King, the more Hashem is willing to act in the role of the King. And override the din. Override the, ju- the judgment. So that's the first and most critical part of our musaf. How much. Do we relate to Hashem? Do we accept Hashem as a king? Because that's how much he's prepared to act as the king. And to give us the real pardon we look for. That's. To feel that we're in Rosh Hashanah and we're Muslims is not enough. Right now there's a fa- reason for that. We need we need to get get the pardon so to speak like we said before. But it has to be more than that. And that's a When we elaborate on in zakronas, it's how Hashem remembers every single deed and every single thought. Or every single person, throughout the year. And therefore, that knowledge is the of us to think about HaKadosh Baruch every single day, in every single act we do throughout the year. And therefore, the combination of zikronis, having spoken about HaKadosh Baruch scrutinizes and analyzes, Every single deed and thought of a person is ish Fortune is the person who doesn't forget you. And the zikronist will bring a person to remember Hashem too. Not just now when he needs Hashem's favor. Not just now when he's appealing to him to be saved. But he'll remember the malchiyas throughout. And that's the second point. To Hashem just Shoshana and then to forget about Hashem on and it's not going to work. If you want to be mamlech hakadosh baruch hu, it has to be in a way that we have a plan. Are we going to remember this commitment throughout the year? And that's the chronos. What are we doing to remember our commitment to hakadosh baruch hu to be mamlechim throughout the year? And that's not so easy. Because the setting and the feeling of Rosh Hashanah is such if we're in the position to accept authority and you are going to listen. But in different circumstances, in different settings, it's not always easy to maintain that same level of awareness. What's going to help us do it? So G'mon gives us the answer here too. Again, the first step is i to find the malchus Except Hashem is a king. Second step. Im lefana zikroin us. Kadei shaltar zikroin khem lefana But oba meh. How are we going to do that? How are we going to keep our, our commitment to zikroin us? Oba meh bashefa. What about the shofar is, is it? That reminds us. Or keeps in our memory our obligation to Hashem the King. So let's look at the psukkim of Shafirs to see what we can learn from it. It's broken into three categories. The first three psukkim of Shafirs are psukkim from the Torah, describing Harsina. And it talks about the cold Shafir Chazak Mo'id, the very powerful Shafir that Knaishal heard in Harsina. So strong so intense that they were shaking. And the second Shafa we talk about in the next trip is a Shafa we blow. We praise Hashem with the notes of the true. And the final three P'sukim of the Shefah Talk about the shaykh in the time of Mashiach. Once again, Mahayyah b'Yehi Mahu. You talk of a shaykh argadol, a shemul blow with a big shaykh, a powerful shaykh, a sound which will reverberate around the world. V'boa oivdimeretz Asher, v'ni doche meretz Nisraim. Those who lost, those who dispersed all over the globe, they'll return. V'shtachvu l'Hashem b'Ankadish Pirushalayim. What's the underlying connection between these three events? What's the theme of the shaifa? We said it before. It's worth repeating. This the concept of the shayfa is giving a voice to the feeling of connection to Baruch Hu and and therefore, Hakadosh Baruch Hu comes down to give us the Torah and to cement a relationship with Klal Yisrael, which is going to last until the end of time. That feeling of connection to Hakadosh Baruch is symbolized by that powerful shofar, which shook the Jewish camp. The call shofar chazal akmaot, and similarly. When Mashiach will come, it should be this year. And Baruch comes back again to strengthen and reconnect to Kla Yisrael. Once again, that feeling will be expressed in the talk of Mashiach in the in the powerful Shofar, which we are going to hear. What's in the middle? Aachyov. An Aachyov to blow our is to express our connection to Hashem. And the difference is that if a person's zikrones, a person's memory is only because of the fear of the din. And he's applying for the royal pardon. And that's why he thinks about Hashem. Then as soon as the din is over. A person's going to forget. But if the reason which brings a person to remember Hashem. Is because of the shofar. Is because he feels a connection to Hashem. It's not only because of the Yom that brings us to talk to Hashem. And look to Him to be the Malik. It's not only because we need His help right now. Because He can provide us with the pardon. And we won't get punished by the court. It's because there's a connection. Then it's something which will last longer too. The zikhronus which come from the shofar are zikhronus which are more likely to remain with us. But Rabbi there's one last beautiful point I want to share with you. That is, you see the original call, which we speak about, Sheva The middle call, the Sheva we speak about, is our Sheva. And the final Sheva we speak about is once again the Shafa of Hashem, the Sheva of Mashiach. And when it's talking about Hashem Sheva, whether it's the first Sheva or the last Sheva, Hashem Sheva, then it's a powerful call which doesn't end. It's a shoifah Godal. It's a shoifah khazak mo'oit. It's a sound which is a straight sound. It's like a tkir. When you blow the shoifah, there's a tkir at the beginning. A is a straight sound that doesn't break. It represents Hashem's love for us at the beginning. And the last sound we blow at the end is another tkir. And it represents Hashem's love for us at the end. And it's strong and It's unbroken. Like the Pasuk says, Hashem's love for us is a constant. That's it, is like something which is takuha. It's firmly in place. Unchangeable. That's how Hashem expresses his love for us. But when we express our love for Hashem, it's only a true. A true is lots of short broken sounds. We aren't on the same level. If you feel that same constancy of love that Hashem feels for us. I know but still true. melech Hashem. A true is a short broken knot. Yes, we can feel connection to Hashem also, but we are any people. We don't feel the same constancy Hashem feels his love for us. But a true is a true because it's not just one broken knot. It's lots of broken knots. that's our sense. Like Baruch we may not be on the level that we feel a connection to you always. But there are lots of times you're going to feel connected. Lots of little truths. That's the way we relate to Hashem. And when we can do that, like the Baruch of Shefers finishes, like Baruch Hu is nice in the truth of Kla Yisrael Baruch He hears that true. All the many times we try and connect to Him. It's not just once in Rosh Hashanah. One true is possible. And throughout the year there are going to be lots of truers. There are going to be lots of times that we try and make a connection to Hashem. And then the, then the set is complete. There's a t'kir at the beginning which Hashem has expressed His love for us at Harsinah. When He made the relationship with Gaya Shah which still lasts till today. There's a tkir at the end which we look forward to hearing when Hakadosh Baruch comes back to redeem us when Mashiach will come. And there's a tru in the middle, which is our attempts to connect to Hakadosh Baruch again and again. And when we can do that, then there's something which will keep us zichronos, all those little truths, keep reminding us of our connection to Hashem. And then we remember Hakadosh Baruch and the capacity of the King, Hashem Alkenu Hu Yeshiynu.